0: You are the champion, the one that holds the line and finishes the mission. Everything that you want is within your grasp. You wake up in the morning ready to dominate the day, and every step taken is with purpose and integrity, because you were not put on this planet to live a mediocre existence. You are here to conquer and make the biggest impact possible, not only for yourself, but for your family and for your tribe. This world is a battlefield, and we will be victorious. This is the Norse Mentality. What's up, guys? I hope that you are having a glorious day. My name is Andy Lewis, and with me here is Cody Whitley, and this is the Norse Mentality Podcast. If this is your first time listening, this whole podcast is designed to help you reach your true potential and live life to its fullest. On every episode, me and Cody share different tools, ideas, perspectives, and shit like that that have helped us get to where we are in life overcome obstacles and stuff like that, and we share this stuff with the hopes that it'll help you as well. And On this episode, we're going to be talking about setting big objectives, setting big goals, and pursuing those goals knowing that the bigger it is, the harder it's going to be, but the larger the reward is going to be, which means that we need to set these big goals, but we need to do it with the understanding that this is going to be a lot fucking harder than we originally thought. And this has been the situation for me every single time I have pursued anything, either if it was touring in a band, if it was starting Norse fitness, if it was starting the Norse compound gym, if it was us getting into supplements, fitness accessories, even clothing, every single thing that I've done, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to do this in my head. I'm like, yeah, like this is the blueprint. We'll be able to execute this in three to six months. Easy. No big deal. It has never been that easy. There are so many obstacles that have to be overcome. But once you overcome those obstacles, you learn so much and you now have that in your toolbox. So whenever you go to pursue this next endeavor of yours, you have experience. And that's the whole idea here is the more experiences that we can gain, the more life situations and stuff like that, the more goals that we set and we conquer those goals and we move on to the next. Well, each time that we conquer a goal, we've had to climb a mountain to get there. Right. And each step up that mountain, we're obtaining new things that will help us get to the top. Then we get to the top of that mountain. And over here we see an even higher peak and we go, okay, cool. I want to get over there, but it's going to be a lot harder. This one's covered in snow and all this different shit. Like it's going to be a completely different game that I have to play But I know that I can get there. And like I said, understanding this right there in the beginning, this is the goal. This is going to be huge. This is going to be very stressful. This is going to really be challenging for me. But I can visualize what my life looks like once I achieve it. And once that happens, once I get there, my life is going to be amazing. And then from there... I can keep climbing, but we have two scenarios here when it comes to setting goals and pursuing them. You have the person that sets a big goal and says, okay, cool. I know this is going to be hard. I'm going to go for it anyways, because worst case scenario, I fail and I learn a bunch in the process and that will help me towards my next goal. And then you have the person over here that just goes, well, it sounds a little hard. I don't really want to deal with all that. My life's not great, but it's also not terrible. I think I'm just going to stay right here. And this person over here is the one that lives the exact same life for 60 to 70 years. That sounds absolutely fucking miserable to me. I don't ever want to be that person. I never have, which is why since I was 14, I've been starting different businesses, setting big goals, either if that was touring in a band, starting a clothing company, starting a family, starting a gym. Us getting into supplements, fitness accessories, clothing, all of this different shit. I don't ever want my life to remain stagnant. For me, it's like a six month thing, six month chapters where it's okay, cool. I'm going to do this. And I'm usually content with that for about six months. And I'm like, I start getting a little stir crazy. You've seen it, I'm sure, since you've been working for Norris, where I'm like, all right, we got to do something else big. And everyone's like, okay, well, let's go. We saw it with supplements, right? Like you came on board. And almost immediately, I was like, okay, we're going to launch five different supplements within the next six months. We're not a supplement company, but we're about to turn into one. But luckily, like our team here, we all have the same mindset where it's like, let's fucking go. Let's do this. And we did have a lot of obstacles and stuff, but we overcame them. But that, sharing these experiences and stuff, I think will kind of help people understand like this is normal. Whenever I'm having a rough time on this journey that I'm on to better myself, to create a better life for myself and all this different stuff. Everyone
1: experiences the same shit. You're not alone. Expecting to, to just go through life and, you know, whatever path you take to reach whatever goal you set, expecting it to be smooth and, and just straight and narrow is setting yourself up for failure. It's very naive. If you come into it with the mindset of, okay, I know at some point in this journey, I'm going to face some form of adversity. You go ahead and set yourself up to, to be in a mindset where you can pivot, where you can you know switch things up, where you can keep going forward and learn during that experience versus just being hit with something and being absolutely stalled wherever you get hit with the first thing is.
0: Yeah. They're knocked down immediately. And that's what kind of separates people that constantly pursue different challenges for themselves on a daily, weekly basis, whatever, and then people that don't. So if you're someone that works out a few days a week, that's already setting you up to face challenges in life more than the person that doesn't work out. If you force yourself into the cold tub or jump in a cold lake or something like that every week, you are setting yourself up to be more resilient when life throws challenges at you compared to the person that doesn't get out of their comfort zone. This is something we talk about all the time and it's very cliche at this point, but it is the truth. If you can make yourself experience some sort of discomfort on a regular basis, you are setting yourself up to succeed in the future because you're building resilience. How do we get through these challenges that life throws at us? It's with resilience, but we have to build resilience first. No one comes out of the womb just fucking ready to go. Like, this is something that we have to develop over time. There's no way that I can handle what I handle now on a daily basis. 10 years ago, five years ago. I remember when I first started Norse and the gym, the smallest things would derail me, but I always got back up. And then I continued going but that's really what it boils down to is this is going to be hard. I'm going to get knocked down, but when I get knocked down, which is probably going to fucking happen, what am I going to do? Am I going to stay down or am I going to get back up and keep moving forward? And we really have to think about our intent here. What is our intention to keep moving forward? What is the motivation? Why do we want to do this? We need to discover our why. Why is this important to me? Because if we don't know what that is, we're just going to give up. We've all experienced that. I've experienced it in the past when I'm like, yeah, we should do this. And then very quickly, I'm like, I don't really give a shit about this. Maybe I wanted to do this because someone else was doing it, especially with business. There in the beginning, man, when I saw other people doing it, I was just kind of like grabbing for things, trying to implement as much shit as I could because I didn't know what I was doing yet. I didn't really know what nor stood for. I didn't know our morals and values. I didn't know what we wanted to achieve in the long run. So because of that, I was trying to implement all this other shit that other people were doing. And then very quickly, I realized like, this isn't us. I don't give a shit what other people are doing. This is what we're doing. Same with this podcast. I don't listen to other people's podcasts anymore. And the reason for that is because I don't ever want to copy what someone else is doing. I want it to be what we're doing. But that whole thing there is what is going to decide if you succeed or fail discovering your why that way when you do get knocked down when you face these challenges and stuff like that you have to keep moving forward the hardest thing that i've done up to this point was open up the North compound gym i thought it was going to be the easiest thing in the world i was like yeah i'll start this gym i'll have like 100 members in a couple months easy no big deal i was 25 i had just quit my job six months earlier to go full in on Norse. And then six months later, I was like, yeah, let's start a gym. Ballsy, but not the best move at that time. I should have just had tunnel vision on Norse and kept growing that because what happened was instead of focusing on Norse, I was now focusing on growing this gym that took four years to finally get to the point that I thought it was going to take three months. I remember... Six months after opening, all the pipes in the gym froze for three months. They didn't unthaw for pretty much all of winter. I remember pulling up to the gym middle of the day and people were pissing off the steps. Just stuff like that, man. And then once the pipes finally unfroze, the entire gym flooded with all of our merchandise as well because that's where like, the main pipe was. The pipe that busted was in the same room that I kept all the Norse Fitness merchandise where we packed orders and all that shit. The entire room flooded. So that was like a four-month thing there of me having to deal with that. On top of that, every time that we would get a member, it was almost comical, dude. Someone would be walking up the steps into the gym for a consultation or to sign up or something like that. As someone was walking up the steps, I would get a text message from someone that wanted to cancel. It was gain one, lose one. Gain one, lose two. It was like that for years. I would have never, ever predicted that. And every three months... I almost closed this place down. I remember calling my dad, telling friends, telling gym members like John and stuff like that. I was like, fuck this. I'm done. Luckily I kept going because now like I love what we have over there is it's absolutely amazing, but it was so much harder than I ever thought. But the thing here is I learned more about business from the Norse compound than I learned from Norse, which is odd because Norse fitness is an international brand. We have hundreds of thousands of people, that are aware of us that buy from us and stuff like that. Norse compound is just a gym in Concord, North Carolina, but it was 10 times harder to grow. Norse has kind of been one, even with this podcast, dude, like we started and it kind of just took off out of the gate. Like we've been very fortunate with stuff like that, but I did not know how hard it was going to be. And that was a learning lesson for me. It's always going to be harder than you think. I mean, you know people that have done like bodybuilding shows and stuff like that, like a lot of your bros
1: have competed. I'm sure they can say the same thing. I think it begins with the expectations that we have coming straight out the gate like if we if we put a timeline on things or we going back to the bodybuilding example, if you expect to step on stage looking a certain way, we're more than likely. Going to be disappointed with whatever expectations we set, especially if they're unrealistic and we didn't get those in check from the beginning kind of kind of going back to opening the compound where you know you just expected to have a hundred members in the first couple months, like and you quickly found out that that was not going to be the case no. It took
0: four years It's funny because in business, they say if you can survive the first five years you're you're good to go and that's pretty much exactly what happened. And also during that time, you know, I had to deal with COVID. I had to deal with all kinds of shit, just nonstop. But I swear, man, like at year four or five, it was just smooth sailing from that point forward. But that's, that's life teaching you. It's like, oh, you want this? And this is something I really believe in. When you decide that you want something, life is going to test you to see how bad you want it. It's not just going to give it to you. And that's like anything else that we want. Anything worthwhile is not just given to us. We have to work for it. We have to put in the sweat, the blood, the workless nights. I mean, when I opened up this place, I was working 20 hour days, opening up the gym by myself. It used to be a church, which is kind of funny now. Now it's, you know, a little iron temple, whatever you want to call it, full of mostly pagans. But it was a church. I didn't know anyone in this area. I had just moved here, which made opening the gym even 10 times harder is because a lot of people, they're like, Oh, I'm like a hometown person. I start this gym. Everyone joins. I knew absolutely nobody. And then I found this church. I'm like, Oh, this is going to be sick. I can visualize a gym being in here. I'm going to make it happen. But I was working 20 hour days at a six month old at home. I would sleep for about three to four hours a night, wake up, get back to it. And it was like that over and over and over again for years. But what that did was I proved to life is like, I want this. There's no fucking way that I'm going to fail at this, which leads me to what tools do we implement in these situations? Because if we're starting something, if we're, if we're pursuing a goal, it's probably a goal that we have never tried to obtain before. Cause why else would we set it as a goal? Or it would just be something that we do, but if it's goal, it's like, okay. I've never been here before, but I want to be meaning that you don't have the experience yet. You don't have the knowledge in order to get there. So how do we get there? How do we implement the tools? What tools are there? For me, it was reading nonstop, listening to podcasts about opening up a gym and shit like that, business podcasts, marketing podcasts, stuff like that, hiring mentors, watching YouTube videos, taking ungodly amounts of online courses just everything I get my hands on I always had earplugs in earbuds whatever and I was constantly just cramming my head full of knowledge and it's funny because I feel like five years of doing that nothing was really sinking in and I remember about a year ago everything just clicked I was like oh I know all of this shit about business and marketing but for some reason it's just been completely Void, voided for the past five years. But that's what we need to do here. Okay. We don't know how to get there yet, but we want to. So, what do we need to do? We need to learn from people that have already been there, done that. That is the quickest way. We just model success. How do we do that? Books, courses, mentors, videos, podcasts, whatever it is. And we live in the age of information where you can learn from some of the greatest people to ever exist. If they put that information out there, you can learn from them hey guys I hope you're enjoying this episode up to this point I wanted to take a minute to talk about glorious morning this is our superfood supplement loaded with non organic greens six performance enhancing mushrooms and a ton of antioxidants that prime your body and mind for success as soon as you wake up you can grab it today at NorseFitness.co and use the code podcast 15 to save 15 percent on your order
1: the best thing you can do is become a sponge sponge of and just soak up all the information and knowledge you possibly can I think that's important, but what's also important is implementing and revising and and figuring out what works best for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have to implement it, and that's something that I fall into the trap of. I know most people do, especially in the whole self-improvement realm, is we, we'll read every single book on self-improvement, but we don't apply any of it. Well, if you're not applying it, it's just useless information. You have to be applying what you are learning when it comes to business. If you read a book about marketing, you need to start implementing what you read. You need to be studying. Like I don't really read for pleasure. When I read, I'm always taking notes. I'm highlighting things. I'm going back. I'm looking over it. And then I'm taking this information. I'm like, okay, cool. How do I apply this to what I'm trying to achieve? But we can't just be a passive observer or a sponge like you're saying or like we have to be a sponge we have to take in this information but we have to use it as well or else it's absolutely worthless really i mean at that point you're just reading for the sake of saying that you read it's ego or whatever the fuck you want to call it but it also depends on how bad do you want this with me it's always been burn all the ships i put everything on the line whatever it is i will put everything on the line earn all the ships. I was like, I have to succeed with this. I have no other option because I'm sure as fuck not going to ask someone for money. So I have to figure out how to do it myself. I hate saying this, but I remember with the gym, I completely exhausted all my resources. I maxed out three credit cards. They were all pretty low limits because I didn't have a credit score. I was like 25 and really didn't focus on building credit up to that point. I got a $13,000 loan. I think I maxed all of it out. I had zero funds coming in because I had already quit my job to focus on Norse. And then the money that was coming in from Norse was kind of just keeping me and my family alive. But I remember going to Lowe's dude and stealing paint thinner and paint and all this other shit. Now, like I said, I'm not proud of doing that, but it goes back to like, I have to do this. I have to make it happen. What are you willing to do to make your goals a reality? I'm not saying go steal shit. Don't do that but for me that was the only option that i had because i didn't have resources where i could just go borrow money from people and also like my pride just wouldn't let me do it because the way i was raised it was like you don't you don't ask anyone for anything luckily over the years that has changed i have no problem asking say you or anyone in my network in my community for help if needed but i would say for anyone that wants to pursue something big you have to burn all the ships. you have to make it where there is no other option but to succeed because if you have some cushion to fall back on, the drive
1: isn't all the way there, especially if that cushion's comfortable if that's where you're used to being, if that's where you're you know that that's that's your comfort zone you have you have this to fall back on, and if this doesn't work out, you have that, which I would say is is nice sometimes, like to be able to to be able to go all in on something and have that to fall back on. But if, if you're the type of person that, you know, when things get hard that right when they start getting hard, you, you kind of put it away and use that fallback, that'll get you into some trouble pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. And I could have got myself in some big trouble, but that is exactly what you just said. And we have to, we have to decide what we want. Like that's the whole premises of this episode. What do you want? How bad do you want it? What are you willing to do in order to get there? And knowing that it's going to be a lot harder than you originally thought and asking for help along the way, taking in as much information as possible. You can't stop until you're at the finish line, especially in the beginning. Like if you're in your twenties and you're really just making some really ballsy moves, there is no option to slow down because as soon as you take your foot off the pedal, you could lose everything. And I think that over time, the more victories you stack and stuff like that, you can kind of be a little more lenient with it. You can maybe slow down if needed for mental stability and stuff like that. But there in the beginning, like when you really start doing this kind of stuff, you have to go all in on it. And I hate saying that because I'm also someone that is big on taking care of yourself mentally spiritually physically and stuff like that but at the same time if you're just getting started making big moves for yourself making big shit happen you kind of have to sacrifice that as well but it's knowing that okay i have to do this but as soon as i get there like i need to pause and make sure that i'm not neglecting all this shit as well And I didn't plan on talking about that. Actually, we didn't even plan this episode out. We were going to take a completely different approach. We tried recording and we're like, oh, let's kind of switch gears. So hopefully this episode isn't just a bunch of repeating and shit like that. But you are going to have to make sacrifices for yourself, for your family for your friends. You're not going to be able to go out as much as you used to. You're not going to be able to spend money like you used to. I mean, even if you're trying to just level up physically, if you're really trying to get healthier, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to get in the best shape of your life up to this point, you're going to have to start saying no to people. And that's the hardest thing for people to do is they feel bad if they say no. But if the person loves you and they respect you and they want the best for you, they're going to understand I would love to go out to eat with you, but I'm on a pretty strict meal plan right now. I'm working towards this goal and I need to stay on track with it. Now, you might lose some friends in the process, but in the long run, you don't want those people around you anyways. You might lose a partner and you have to ask yourself, is that worth it too? Maybe staying right here and keeping... Your social network, your relationships, where they're at, maybe you would rather do that. These are all real questions that you need to ask yourself going into anything big. Any big endeavor is going to come with losses, either if it's financial, relationships,
1: mental stability, physical, whatever it is. Time, energy, like the sacrifice. You're always going to have to sacrifice something. You're going
0: to have to sacrifice something, and that's another cliche, but it's real. But we need to break it down here. And if the why is strong enough and you really believe in it, then all those sacrifices are worth it. Now, when it comes to your mental stability and health and stuff like that, there are definitely ways that you can improve it on the journey. Right, like Whenever I was opening up the compound and stuff like that, or starting Norse, those first five years, I wasn't meditating. I wasn't taking time for myself to go hiking. I would maybe go camping once a year or something like that. These are things I didn't know at the time, which is why we have this podcast. Like, hey, I didn't know this at the time, and it would have really helped me. But here it is for you in the hopes that it will help you. We can take 20 minutes a day to meditate, to get our mind right. Now, the next 19 hours of our day might be rough. It might be hell, but you're going to be able to keep it together more because you took that 20 minutes to meditate when you woke up. Going on a 30 minute walk, you can sacrifice 30 minutes and also you can double down on that 30 minutes or hour long walk in nature. You can be listening to a podcast talking about what you're trying to accomplish you can be listening to an audio book. Now that's up to you. But if you're taking that break, I would recommend doing it without any distractions, because that's going to be a lot more beneficial for you mentally and spiritually. Like you need to kind of regroup. You can't regroup. You can't process everything that's going on. And that's really, I think what holds people to back the most is that they're going, 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 and they're never taking the time to process everything. Everything's building up. The stress is building up. Anxiety is building up. All of this shit. And they're not taking the time to recognize it, which is where these small breaks, either if it's meditation, walks in nature, working out, whatever it is, that is what keeps you on track. I lost my shit so many times from the age of 25 to 30 whenever I was really diving into entrepreneurship, starting North, starting the Norse compound and stuff like that because I didn't take the time to check in with myself. Now it's a non-negotiable. Every night I'm going on a 30-minute walk, at least. And during the 30 minutes, I'm not on my phone. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just processing shit. What happened today? What do I need to do tomorrow? How am I doing? Meditation in the morning, same thing. That 20 minutes of meditation to check in with yourself, see what's going on with your thoughts, see how you are emotionally and stuff like that, that is what's going to allow you to stay on track because here's the thing you can be going full speed in this direction and if you're not taking care of yourself in these other avenues one little thing can derail you and then it's going to take three three weeks in order to kind of get back on track and then you have to gain momentum again you can stay on track not lose momentum By implementing a few different things every single day. And that's really just a matter of taking the downtime to check in with yourself. Maybe it's hanging out with the bros once a week. I know I said like you need to make sacrifices, but sitting around a fire with your friends can be extremely energetic and it can fill you full of that energy that you need to
1: continue moving forward for the weeks ahead. Going and going and going full speed ahead constantly will make you crash and burn. And that will hold you back. You know, there's there's no real time frame because it. it I would say it kind of depends on how long you've been on this forward, full steam ahead trajectory. If you've been going like this for a year and you don't take the time for yourself to recharge and figure out like where you need to pivot and adjust, you could be way off track when you get to that point or it could take you three months to fix something to get you back Moving forward again. When if you just took the time to slow down. A little bit. And take time for yourself to recharge. And do stuff you enjoy doing. There's no. There's no getting derailed. Indefinitely. And even throwing you off course. Drastically.
0: I think we have to shift our perspective. On slowing down. We consider slowing down a bad thing. In today's society. Because you know grind culture. And all this bullshit. But it goes back to what we were saying. If it allows you to stay on track without getting derailed, is it a bad thing? Absolutely not. You're going to achieve the objective much quicker because you did take that so-called downtime to make sure that you're in check, to make sure that you are halfway taking care of yourself enough to stay on track, to keep moving forward, to accomplish the objective. And then once you accomplish that objective celebrate it that would be my number one recommendation once you do achieve the objective take the time to celebrate it i did not do that with anything i've ever accomplished it wasn't up until i was 29 emmanuel that goes to the gym he saw something online that had like i don't know a million views or some shit and norse was all over it he's like man i saw this and I was thinking, like, man, Andy must be so happy and proud and all this stuff. And I looked and I was like, I, no, I'm not. And it dawned on me at that moment, I had never been proud of myself for anything I've accomplished. It's one objective down, what's next? I accomplished this, what am I going to achieve next? I never took the time my entire life to stop and celebrate. And because of that, I didn't appreciate anything that I had done. At the age of 29, I had an international company. I had a gym. I had everything that I wanted. Beautiful, healthy daughter. All of this different shit. And never once did I take the step back to be like, yo, you did it. Great job. But also, that same year is when I discovered that I had zero love for myself i think the reason i never stopped to celebrate is because i didn't think i was worthy of it and that's a trap that we need to avoid as well because gratitude is the most powerful emotion if we want to have the energy to continue stacking victories we need to have gratitude we need to take the time to appreciate what we have done the work that we did like i said for me that five years was the hardest five years of my life it was nonstop. My dad thought that I was going to have a heart attack by the time I was 30. Like the dude was legitimately worried about me. And in the back of my head, I was worried about me too. Except for I had this really fucked up idea with him. I'm Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't fucking care. I want to accomplish this. I'll do whatever it takes, which I'm glad I had that mindset. But at the same time, so much suffering, so much derailment, all this other stuff could have been avoided if for one, I just took a little bit of time every day to check in with myself, make sure that I'm doing all right, get myself recentered. And then once I achieved one objective, take a little bit of time to celebrate it. It doesn't matter how big the goal is. It's still a goal that you accomplished. You did something that most people won't do nowadays. Modern culture is the laziest fucking thing in the world. Most people will not do anything to better themselves. They make excuses They have a victim mindset where they're blaming everybody else for the way that their life is instead of accepting responsibility. They have no real goals and aspirations for themselves besides trying to compete with someone else like a house or car or wealth or whatever the fuck it is. So if you take the time to really work on yourself, you know, maybe it's lose 50 pounds or a hundred pounds. Maybe it's competing in your first strongman, bodybuilding, powerlifting competition. Maybe it's starting a business. Whatever it is, you're doing something that most people won't do. You need to acknowledge that. You need to acknowledge yourself. Have some compassion for yourself and realize like you fucking did it. Because I did not do that. And by the end of that whole five-year sprint, I fucking hated myself. I had no reason to. I'd accomplished more than I ever thought was possible whenever I started but I still hated myself because I didn't bother to stop and take a look around and be like, okay I fucking did it, great job man like talk to yourself like that there's nothing weird about it, like you fucking did it every aspect of you came together to accomplish this goal physically, mentally, spiritually you put it all on the line and you did this Make sure you celebrate it. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Norse Mentality. This podcast is a byproduct of Norse fitness. We make clothing, fitness accessories, supplements, and other tools to help you reach your true potential. If you're interested in grabbing something for yourself, you can go to norsefitness.co and use the code podcast15 to save 15% on your next order.